there have been a lot of layoffs, furloughs. Um, sometimes it's been an excuse to get rid of dead weight. And I've heard a couple people tell me in secret conversations that were not confidential. They've told me that, um, what did they say? They said, Cassandra, this COVID pandemic has made me realize how much more I can get done with less people. Mm. And I was like, well, you mean your people are working overtime and they're scared because they're going to get let off. And so you're going to burn them out. Is that where we're going with that? Because that's where my head went. I didn't say that obviously. Um, but why I wanted to have this is we, a lot of people have gone through layoffs, furloughs, had to trim fat. Um, I have received calls from people this week who are doing their own fucking track and tracing and they're like senior leaders and they're like, I'm bucking loads. I'm like doing whatever I got to do this week because it's so busy. Uh, but we lost 20% of our capacity of our workforce. Um, so how as a leader, when you didn't make the decisions and you have, you're running a leaner staff or you didn't make the decisions and you had no choice, how do you keep these people motivated who are working today and they're hustling and their butts in the seat? Like one leader told me that, that she was, she was going back doing stuff she hasn't done in five years. Mm. Um, so I, anyone can take this, but I want to hear what you can do to keep your people going. So one thing that I think is massive is understanding what the individual is looking to get out of the position, regardless of what the position oh, is good. at the time. So like there, there are abs and flows in this industry and we all know that it, sometimes it's easier and sometimes it's harder. Um, it's just kind of what we have signed up for. And if people are aware of the challenges and, and things that come up, but you as their manager or leader understand what they want to get, it's so much easier to pull that motivation out of them, right? So if I think about it on a one-to-one -one basis, yes, I may be asking a little bit more out of maybe a sales rep, right? I need you to help cover some of your loads or make sure that certain things are happening. But think in previous months when it might've been a little bit slower and you were reaping the benefits of what was positive out of it, right? If you're not on the same page about their goals and, and what they wanna be doing over the next couple of years, I can't ask those extra things of them. So for me, it's understanding, okay, do I know my people? Is this person motivated by money or are they looking for the recognition? Do they want career growth? Are they looking for, what, what is it out of that person? And so if it's just a, uh, a broad approach where you're trying to, to give everyone the same thing, you will fail and people are going to feel burnt out. It's almost inevitable, especially with the, uh, as intense as this business is. So I think the key is that one-to-one -one piece and then being able to assess it because sometimes you got to say, Hey man, like, why don't you take tomorrow off? You didn't ask. I know you're a grinder. You got to do your thing, but like, I know you're stressed, do your thing. If they know that you, that you feel them at that level, it's so much easier to get a little bit more out of them, which, um, you know, sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I was going to say like having that relationship with them and knowing them and knowing their why, why did they come into this position? You know, when did that why change? Did, were they a very successful salesperson? You know, they bought that house and nice car, but now they're going after like the family and that sort of approach, if that's what's important to them, but you have to know your people. That's the biggest thing is just know your people and what they're doing there. If someone's there for the paycheck, you know, know that. If someone's yeah. there because they've got long-term goals to grow within the company, know that because that's how you're going to be able to relate with them. You're going to be able to talk to them and that's how you're going to be able to motivate them in all situations. Damn. I hope all you guys are listening to that because 
I'll tell you. Well, actually, first, let me hear what JD has to say. JD, you got team. <laughs> JD, he keeps trying to get out of this. Um, what? He's thinking about his food. He keeps thinking about uh, tuna. Um, a tuna sandwich waiting on me from Subway. Toasted. Extra tuna. With cheese? No cheese. You know I'm lactose. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, JD, how are you keeping your teams going? Is it the same thing? Or are they bitching and you're like, I hear you. We're all working. Get back to work. We're different because we're an outsourced model, so we we actually have seen an uptick in business. So for us, we're actually looking for more people to hire and looking for more people to bring into the company. So we we were, we, you know, we're lucky, blessed, have you want to call it, to be in that position during these types of times. So we haven't had that. We're on the opposite end of it, to be very honest with you. There are some people that have um, shown themselves to be shown themselves to have more free time than what they made it seem in the office. And so that's, that's definitely been seen. I can say that much. There are a few people you look at and you're like, mm, you weren't as busy as I thought. Now that, now that you don't have enough meetings to go to and random conversations to have and walking around the office and high-fiving people, you really ain't that busy. So actually, let me give you some more workload so that I can you know, increase your capacity. So we've had that conversation. 